Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. My name is Sandra Hancock, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in to our broadcast. Now, today's message is part two from last week. You have the power. And if you watched last week, we talked about Peter and John and how they were uh, healed the, the man at the at the temple that was crippled from birth and how they were thrown in jail and how they appeared before the authorities and the religious leaders. But they knew they had been with Jesus because they saw they were uneducated men. They saw that they were not qualified, but they knew one thing. They had been with Jesus and they had power and authority. You have that power to be blessed by this message. And it seems like what we're doing now, a lot of the pastors, a lot of, see, you're leaders. You lead somebody. You may be a parent, grandparent. You may be on a job, but you influence somebody. But it seems like we're spending all of our time examining the milk. Now, I worked as a registered dietitian for 28 years. And I'm going to give you just a little bit of nutrition education about being on the bottle and a little bit of milk so we can learn as Christians because we're carnal Christians. We're fighting among each other. We're talking about each other. We're pointing fingers at each other. We're jealous of each other. Am I hitting anybody yet? Other than... We know this isn't the audience, but it's by TV, you folks on TV. But the thing about it, we used to tell mothers do not give babies whole milk because it doesn't contain iron. And if you don't have enough iron in your diet, you're going to become anemic. Now, have y'all ever been anemic before? Anemia is when your, your iron is low, you're more likely to catch a cold, you're tired, and you're weak. And so what's happening now, we have babies, Christians, that are still on the bottle. And, you know, it may be 20 or 30 years. And they have no power. They're anemic. Therefore, the enemy is stepping all over them. They're walking in defeated lives, walking in lives that were not intended for them because they are anemic. They don't take power. They don't have authority. They're bound by worry, bound by fear, bound by addictions. But let's go a little further. We also told those mothers, when those babies get the teeth, don't let them go to sleep sucking on the bottle. Y'all remember that when y'all were mothers? Because it can rot the teeth out. It's called nursing bottle mouth or syndrome, and it's very painful. So when we stay on the bottle too long, guess what? We ain't got the teeth to tear into the Word of God. It's too painful for us, Pastor. That hurts too much. 
You mean I got to do this? I got to do that. It's time for us to grow up in the body of Christ. This is a mighty work that's going to take place in the land. And it's not going to be made with a bunch of baby carnal Christians that hate each other, that are fussing and fighting, that are pointing fingers at each other. It's going to come with Christians that have power and authority and love for each other. Because we all want to get to that level of a spiritual man. That's the level that we're all trying to attain when we're more like Jesus, when we learn to love people, when we know we're going to make mistakes, but we don't quit, we don't give up, we pick ourselves up, we learn from our mistakes and have the minds of Christ, that I'm going to love you regardless if you love me or not. That's what this world is looking for. See, the problem is they can't tell Christians from non-Christians now. We talk like the world, act like the world, but come on and go to church with me. Praise God, hallelujah, glory to God. And they don't know what to think. But a remnant is rising. I say it, a remnant is rising. That's going to be filled with Holy Ghost and fire. And we're going to walk in boldness. And we're going to walk in power. And we're going to walk in authority. And we're going to love the baby Christians, but we're called to make disciples. We're called to make disciples. But I put this post on the other day. What we're lacking in is discipline. A part of being a disciple is we got to be disciplined. It takes discipline to get in the presence of the Lord. It takes discipline to read the word. It takes discipline to go to church. And we need more discipline so we can be disciplined disciples. So we can be discipling others and duplicating us in the body of Christ. Okay, my baby. Well, come get my. Come on. Big baby. Come on, big baby. Now, this is a big baby about six foot eight. <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. Oh, he been on meat for a while. He didn't got off that bottle. He had some kind of food made him grow tall. <laughs> some of us got stunted just a little bit. <laughs> but I want to ask you, as we as leaders... Have we enabled people to remain immature because it takes more out of us? You know, it takes a lot of out of us to get in the presence of the Lord and to bring correction. Have we enabled people? So we're going to talk the next few minutes about a leader in the Bible, and we're going to learn from him, and his name was Eli. Have you ever heard of Eli? All right, we're going to call it Eli, the good, the bad, the ugly. All right. Are y'all having fun? Y'all still love me? I know y'all not, ba not babies in here. First Samuel 3, 6 through 9. Then the Lord called yet again Samuel. So Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me, he answered. I did not call my son, lie down again. Now Samuel did not know 
the Lord, nor was the word of the Lord yet revealed to him. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. So he arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you did call me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord had called the boy. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go, lie down, and it shall be, if he calls you, that you must say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. So we're going to talk about Eli the good. Y'all remember Hannah could not conceive a child, and she wanted a baby so bad, and how she went to the temple, and how she travailed, and how she was just saying, Lord, if you'll just give me a child, I'll give him to you. And in fact, Eli thought she was drunk because of her pain and her travailing. And Eli said, grant her her wish, Lord. So she had Samuel, and the Bible said when Samuel was about three, or commentary say he was about three, when he was weaned. Now, y'all, that's a long time to breastfeed, three years old. She probably delayed as long as she could, knew she was going to give him up for a while. And in those days, you did, it wasn't just like the baby dedication we have now. Bless the sweet little things and send them home with mom and dad. But no, she took him and dropped him off with Eli to take care of. Here he is. Now, she went back to see him, but she made a vow to God that she would give him to the Lord. So he had to be a pretty good man to raise that child. Well, Eli was asleep. And here comes Samuel. He was in there by the Ark of the Covenant, and, and he heard this voice, and he thought it was Eli calling him. And so he'd go. He said, you called Eli? No, I didn't call you. Go back. So after the, thir the third time, he figured out it was the Lord, and he said, speak, your servant is listening. Well, the Lord just happened to give him a word that Eli and his dynasty would be destroyed. Now imagine the first word that you got from the Lord <laughs> was a, a word to go tell him that you're going to be destroyed. So one thing that we can learn from Eli is to teach people to hear from the Lord from themselves. See, there's a lot of people wanting to ask their pastors for everything. What do you think I need to do? Well, have you prayed about it? No. Well, they don't know what to tell you. You, you got to pray and seek the Lord for yourself because your pastor cannot hear from God for you. You got to learn to listen for yourself because there's seers. I mean, sometimes the Lord will speak to you through the word, through dreams and vision. They're hearers, just like today, you're listening to me. Maybe you're watching by television. The Lord is speaking to you as this word's coming forth. Then there's, uh, what is it? Seers, hearers, and doers. <laughs> but he, he speaks to us in different ways. But we'll never know if we don't listen to the voice of the Lord. Not social media. Not what everybody's telling us we're supposed to be listening or doing but listening to the voice of the Lord for ourselves. And we need to teach our children to listen to the voice of the Lord. Do y'all understand how sensitive they are? Doug and I were talking the other day. He said, I wish we'd have 
taught our boys to listen to the Lord more. I said, well, we didn't even know if we was listening to the Lord back then, much less teaching anybody. <laughs> but they're sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And I believe in children's ministry. Thank God for it. But we need to be teaching them to have a relationship with Jesus and listen to the voice of the Lord. I can remember when I was, well, I don't remember, but I was small child. And my parents always told me that I had an imaginary friend. Do y'all remember this story? But anyway, um, and I talked to him all the time, and his name was Jay Hare. Now, I said he was probably an angel for Jaharis, and I just shortened it or something. I don't know. No, it was not a demonic thing, okay? Don't be trying to. <laughs> it was a sweet thing. And they said that I would sit in there and I would talk to Jay Hare and I would preach to Jay Hare and I would teach Jay Hare. And, and then when my brother David was born, I called him Jay Hare. <laughs> they just thought, well, don't you know they thought, we got a weird one on our hands here. <laughs> but seriously, we need to teach our children because I believe they will be used. If you want a prayer answered, give it to a child. If you want healing to take place, give it to a child. Doug, he was telling a story. when There used to be Willie George Ministries and how there was a children's ministry and how they were praying for a child for the wart to come off. Well, the wart actually came off, and all the adults were saying, can you believe it? Look, the wart fell off. The Lord, that wart fell off of that child. And the little child looked up and said, well, isn't that what we prayed for? They believed they hadn't been around long enough to figure out doubt and unbelief and try to get so educated we tried to figure everything out. The next thing, Eli the bad. He started using the Ark of the Covenant more like a relic or a piece of furniture instead of the presence of the Lord. So we can learn that we don't need to let our ministries our, our churches, our stages. The Lord wants us to have something nice, but it will never replace the presence of the Lord. See, there's a lot of people that say, welcome Holy Spirit into this service, but leave your gifts at home. We need the gifts more than ever. We need the presence of the Lord more than ever. We need his glory in the house because when his glory shows up, miracle signs and wonders take place. Entertainment is not going to bring them in. You're going to wear yourself out trying to find another event to entertain. But when you got the presence of the Lord and people can see people getting out of wheelchairs, when they can see blind eyes open, when they can see drug addicts set free, that's what's going to draw people to Jesus. When the church walks in boldness, you can't generate. I don't care if you got fog lights. There's nothing wrong with that. But you can't replace it without a true presence of the Lord. And parents, we don't need to have relics before our children. If it's careers, if it's hobbies, there's a lot of parents trying to live their life through their children, and we're wondering why they're depressed and getting ulcers at a young age. Do y'all remember being depressed as a kid? 
No. We rode bicycles. They'd lock us outside the house till evening time. We caught butterflies, made mud pies, little dolls made out of a squash. <laughs> Y'all are thinking that she is from the country. <laughs> and I know it's a different time, but parents are putting too much pressure on children to have them involved in everything. A lot of them just trying to live their life that they wanted through their kids. Involved in everything. And then they feel guilty because they're not involved in everything. Oh, I'm not the best parent because they're not in this sport and this activity. And they're running every day of the week. And a lot of them have replaced it with God. They don't have time for church anymore. Because it's tournaments and it's this and it's that. And it's everything else going before. We got to be careful. Doug and I were athletic. But our sons did not have an athletic bone in their body. And that was fine with us because I was tired of going to ball games and stuff all the time. I was burnt out. But they turned out just fine. So you parents, take this, give yourselves a break. Not that activities are wrong, but don't put so much pressure on them to be involved in everything. There's people pulling out their trophies. I won this in high school, and they're 50 years old. It's over! Get over it. I'd like to see you get out there and throw a football right now or take a tackle. Y'all know what I'm talking about because you're thinking about somebody right now that's exactly like that. Let me tell you what I did in high school. But what have you done since? So we don't need to have relics to take the place of Jesus and the presence of the Lord. The last thing is Eli the ugly. Say, it got ugly. Well, he had these sons. These sons were very evil. They were stealing sacrifices, but he never disciplined those sons. They were given a position. They were given a title because it came down the lineage. If your children are not called for ministry, you don't need to have them in there. Because that's what happens a lot of times. People put titles on them. They can't handle it. And they just, it, it leads to a mess. And maybe some of you, your families have a, a business and you're, they're wanting you to take over and it's in sales and you can't stand to sell. But he didn't discipline those sons. So when he was 98 years old, and blind, he, they came and told him that the Ark of the Covenant had been captured and that his sons had died. That was fulfillment of the word that Samuel gave him. He fell back in a chair and broke his neck and died. The Bible said, why? He said he was overweight and he was blind. Sad ending to a story. So we in ministry, y'all, we can't get lazy. We can't get to the point that we don't preach the word just to attract a crowd. We got to preach it with boldness. We got to preach it with authority. Because see, when the Holy Spirit is welcome, he convicts us all of our sins. And we all make mistakes and we all have regrets. And that's what the blood of Jesus is for. But we can't get lazy 
Because let me tell you, when I get up here to minister, I pray about the message. I prepare. I want to listen to the Lord and give you the words because I got to stand before him. I can't get lazy and just pull something off the internet. I've tried that before. It don't work for me. <laughs> or try to pull something out and preach it again, and it's always different. <laughs> Why? It's always a new audience, and the Lord always knows who needs it. But you know, sometimes the Lord has to discipline us just a little bit, doesn't he? So we can bear more fruit. You know, it's like a, anybody grow fruit trees? Anybody like to eat fruit? <laughs> but just imagine a peach tree. That peach tree, if they get those little branches at the bottom, they're called sucker branches. And if you have to cut those things off, because what happens, it gets all the nourishment from the tree and it doesn't produce as much fruit. And see, that's the way it is with us sometimes. We got some sucker branches that need to be pruned. We got what we call some sap suckers. <laughs> My grandpa Elmer, he used to call everything a sap sucker. Yeah, did y'all's grandpa ever do that? I mean, if it was something eating his garden, it was a sap sucker. That old sap sucker's eating my collard greens. Or that old sap sucker. Well, some of y'all got some sap suckers. <laughs> it may be wrong friends, wrong attitude, taking too much time. This got to be cut away, and it don't feel good. Say, okay, I didn't call you to do this. I didn't call you to do that. You got to be pruned so you can bear more fruit. We have power and we have authority. But the Lord is saying, now is the time. Now is the season. How much longer are we going to wait? How much longer are we going to wait to do what God's called us to do or to be refreshed and empowered? And you may say, well, I'm not a bold person. Well, honey, you get filled with the Holy Ghost and fire, you're going to be bold. And that's what we need in the body of Christ is to be refilled with the Spirit of the Lord. Because it gives you the power to evangelize. You can't evangelize without power. You're in your own strength. So I'm going to believe this prayer. And are you watching by telling? I want everybody in this room to raise your hands right now. We're going to pray this prayer. Lord, grant to us, your servants, the boldness to preach your word to extend your hands to perform miracle signs and wonders in the mighty name of Jesus. And I believe the Holy Spirit is sweeping through here, refreshing us, empowering us, giving us boldness, and you watching by television. And not only that, the presence of the Lord is here for miracle signs and wonders. Are you ready to receive? Thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing. We're rejoicing, Father, for what you're going to do in Jesus' name. Do y'all receive this word? I pray this message blessed you, and you are ready to walk in the power and the authority of Jesus Christ. And you understand that the Lord can use you no matter where you are, no matter what age, you're never too old, you're never too young, on your job, you may not have a pulpit ministry, but we're all called to be the hands and the feet of Jesus because revival is in us.
So I encourage all of you, learn to listen to the Holy Spirit. Slow down long enough. He'll speak to you. And do not put relics before Jesus. Don't put anything before Jesus. You know, our careers are important and our hobbies are important, but not as important as Jesus. And then we just need to worship him. Let the presence of the Lord fill our lives and then learn from our mistakes and move forward with what God's called us all to do. If you're watching this program and you can say, well, I don't have power. I don't have authority. I feel pretty defeated now. Well, if that's you and you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, maybe this is your day that the Holy Spirit is speaking to you to say, I am your answer. Some of you, you've tried everything. You've tried careers. You've tried money. uh, You've tried different relationships. But nothing fills that empty spot. And nothing will ever fill that empty spot until you fill it up with the Spirit of Jesus. And if that's you, just repeat this prayer after me. Say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Jesus, I believe you died on the cross just for me and you rose again on the third day. Come into my heart and come into my life. And from this day forth, I'm going to live for you. If that's you, congratulations. Find you a good Bible-believing church and grow to be more like Jesus. If you're watching this program and maybe you need special prayer, maybe you feel like you're running on fumes, you're ready to be refilled with the Spirit of the Lord. We do have a 1-800 number. Just call that number and we'll be glad to pray with you. God is not finished with you, no matter what you're going through. Some of you feel like you got no hope. You have hope in Jesus. It's no accident that you're watching this program. Some of you, I feel led to say this, you need to leave your past in the past. God has great plans for you in the future, but you can't get there as long as you're looking back at your past, your past mistakes, your past regrets. See, your destiny is in your future. It's not in your past, and you'll never get there as long as you're looking at the rearview mirror rear view mirror. God has great plans for you. You are anointed for purpose. Now, I can't go off the air without thanking our partners. We sincerely love and appreciate you, and we pray for you every day. And we could really use your help. I mean, in the last, the Lord is just suddenly uh, opening more doors for us to be on more channels, which that means suddenly we need more money. So if you would be interested in helping us spread Jesus to a hurting world, we could sure you some help right now. And the information is on the screen. Also, send us praise reports. We love to hear praise reports. I know that the Lord touched some of you today. I know he healed some of you and he set some of you free and he gave you your peace back. And maybe some of you I know received Jesus. Let us know about it. It makes our day to hear from you. Now, next week, we're going to have a brand new show, a brand new message. But until then, this is Sandra Hancock with Voice of Hope. And remember, your hope is in Jesus. My name is Sandra Hancock, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in to our broadcast. Many of you that are watching this broadcast, you feel like you're at the end of your rope. 
you've got some impossible situations, but I got some good news. You have hope in Jesus because we still serve a supernatural miracle working God of now. I also would like to invite you to come out and join us in one of our powerful conferences in a city near you. It would make our day to have you as our guest. If you think our broadcast is powerful, wait and come and experience the presence of the Lord. You'll love it. Also, I want to thank our partners. We sincerely love and appreciate you, and we thank you for helping us spread Jesus to a hurting world. God bless you all. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumbo Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumbo Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.